and welcome to Hypothetically Intentional, where we ask the question, what if you set intentions with everything you do? I'm your host, Michelle, and today I'm the only host. So let's drop right in, kick this out, and connect. That is my intention for today. My intention for today is to connect, even through a microphone while sitting in my office at a desk alone. I would love for today to feel connected, for today to feel reciprocal for today to feel like we're all benefiting from spending some time together, wherever you are. Uh, This will actually release on Christmas Eve. So if you celebrate, uh, happy, merry Christmas Eve to you. And I was thinking about recording this solo, I was thinking, what what can I talk about? What would be most beneficial this time of year? And I just coming back to two things. I kept coming back to two things. The pause, which I feel like we forget about when we get into the frazzle-dazzle, hustle-bustle of a busy time of year. And then the other thing is nurturing. I just keep hearing the word nurturing, thinking about how do you take care of yourself? Do you create time, create space to do something for you. Even though you know you have a million other moving parts and a million other pieces that are happening, what if you just took a pause and did something for yourself and took that time to reset, refresh, revitalize? I find that even sometimes the smallest pause can bring a vibrancy that was not there before. So Uh, One of my favorite ways to do this, or one of my favorite things, I guess, to preemptively be prepared to do this is to build something what I call a self-care toolkit. It can be a box with some of your favorite things. It can be a list. It can be a small section of your desk that just has things that remind you of things that bring you joy, things that bring you calm, ways that you can pour into yourself. Um, And some of them for me are things like, uh, some of you know I do the Zentangle method, which is a meditative drawing. That lives on my desk all the time, and it just kind of is there accessible for me. And it's one of the most calming things that I do. It's something that I did when I was waiting for surgery and I had pain in my body. It actually helped me uh, get out of that pain, and I was just fully engrossed in what was happening on the paper. So I did a lot of that when I was waiting um, for the surgery that was going to help me with my pain. But it also helps me get out of that. Sometimes you get in those mind loops, that mindset sort of takes over and puts you in this loop of an old pattern or something that is just not for your best and highest good, and you know it, but yet you somehow still are struggling to get out of it. Zentangle is one of those things that can just shift me out. And um, sometimes I think like the momentum of the loop uh, can can just keep you stuck in that suck. And one of the things I do with clients on the regular is getting them unstuck from the suck. Oftentimes that's a mindset thing. That's a, that's a loop that we get into that um, causes us to stay stuck in a pattern that is really almost like almost like a routine numbed out kind of a thing and we bring awareness to it attention to it and love to it we can shift out of it and i think that's it this time of year are you bringing awareness to your needs are you bringing attention to what you need are you willing to create the space that's required so that you can pour into yourself so that you can give yourself what you need and then are you pouring love into yourself. I think it's so easy to forget that this time of year. And one of the best things you can do is to do that on the regular to create a routine where you 
are choosing something for yourself that's really just about nurturing you. And when we do that on the regular and we commit to it and we go all in on something like that, it builds self-trust. It helps us understand that, okay, I might be feeling depleted in this moment, but I know the self-care is coming. And there is a part of our being that knows that, that understands that, that trusts that. And uh, if you've never experienced this, if you've never done any sort of like, uh, I, I often talk about 21-day practices or 40-day practices, but honestly, how you get there is you just start it one day at a time. Today at noon, I'm going to tangle for 15 minutes, you know, and then set the intention tomorrow at noon, I'm going to tangle for 15 minutes. <laughs> and every single day, you just keep setting that intention. And you keep showing up for yourself. And maybe someday it's not Zentangle. Maybe I need to get out in nature. Now this time of year in Minnesota, sometimes it is hard for me to get out in nature. And I really do notice when I don't get outside when I don't um, go just, you know, breathe in the fresh air and it always brings me into this place of gratitude and appreciation and like this miracle of all that is this awareness that it's all here and accessible. I just have to choose to take a walk, right? Or I just have to choose to even step outside, you know, my back door, I prefer the backyard to the front yard, right? Front yard is the street and, and a driveway backyard has trees and, um, you know, just feels more like I'm in this little cocoon of nature and finding those places, those pockets. Sometimes it's a car ride so I can be near water. Um, but finding those things that work for you, finding you know, and be specific with your self-care toolkit. F music, what kind of music? What kind of music do you need when you're sad? What kind of music do you prefer lifts you up when you're, you know, mad? What kind of music lifts you up when you're feeling numbed out? What kind of music works for you? Or maybe music isn't your thing. But really being specific, like even with people, like there are some people that I know I can call on and I can count on when I am just feeling down in the dumps and I just need to kind of verbally vomit and get it out there. But I'm not really looking for any feedback or any, I'm not looking to fix anything. I I just want someone to listen. And then sometimes it's just listen, period. That's it. Sometimes I want someone who I know will call me on the bullshit, who will, you know, call me out on where I'm keeping myself stuck or where I'm not really being very nice to myself or others, right? People who will be really honest with me. And these are people who are also doing the work and being honest with themselves. But I think checks and balances anytime we're doing this work is such a huge an important piece of that puzzle that is the transformational journey of self-growth, self-discovery, and how you are navigating that is a really important piece. And who you are inviting along is a really important piece. Uh, have you ever noticed that when you're digging in and finding these patterns and you're kind of in that right in it, in that deeper dive of personal transformation and personal growth where you the the people who have known you the longest are sometimes uh, the ones who have a harder time seeing it just like you. Like you you are in it and you don't necessarily see your old patterns as good, bad, or indifferent. They just are. And sometimes you don't even see it as a pattern. Uh, and often that's true of the people who have known you the longest. Now, also the people who have known you the longest can find those, your subtle hints, right? Your subtle cues, your subtle tells that let them know that you're in a certain space and they can call you on it right away. And then, uh, but sometimes I find people who haven't maybe known you as long, who are a little more um, 
like required to pause and listen and really reflect on or observe how you're showing up and what that looks like. I don't know, finding your people, finding your community, finding your friends and that inner circle of people who show up in certain kind of ways and learning what their strengths are and learning how their strengths amplify your strengths. Or sometimes they don't amplify your strengths. They actually uh, pull you back into an old pattern. I'm not saying that's necessarily like, a oh, you shouldn't spend time with those people. But I am saying to really pause and bring in awareness in how you're showing up in the world, but also how the people in your life that you're choosing to spend time with are showing up in your world. And how it are how is that benefiting you? How is that benefiting them? Is there reciprocity there? That's a big word that I've been working on lately. Um uh, just in my journey, because I'm, I realized one of my patterns is overgiving to the point of depletion, and not even necessarily in a great way. Uh, sometimes, you know, giving can be a delightful thing. And sometimes giving can be harmful on both sides of that equation. Uh, it just depends on how you're showing up, what kind of mindfulness is there, what kind of awareness is there? And are you truly not only listening to your needs, but also listening to the needs of the people that you are giving to? And what does that look like? So I feel like I started at a place of pausing and building your self-care toolkit. And then in the course of talking about the self-care toolkit, we started talking about things that can possibly be uh, part of your toolkit in a positive way, and then other things that you think might go in your toolkit, but maybe uh, they're best left outside of that because they can bring in confusion or messiness. And confusion and messiness is a great way to learn and grow. But I'm talking about when I'm talking about a self care toolkit, I'm talking about things that are supportive and comforting and bring you joy and can help vibe you up, so to speak, right? So I think having a list of people in there is really important. And also, I think putting little side notes like this human is really great for holding space. This human is really great when I want to solve a problem. This human is really great about just being super honest and direct and calling it like it is. And if I got some bullshit stuff going on, they will let me know that they see it and they are there to hold space for me. That's the cool thing about inviting people in or finding the people who really are also doing the work and are willing to observe and then be direct and honest. But you know that when they are direct and honest and calling you on your stuff, it's coming from that place of love. I, I know in my coaching sessions, so many times I'm like, I can't believe that just came out of my mouth, you know, and I'm intuitive. And I really believe that I'm listening intuitively. And sometimes when that happens, I get sort of these downloads or this information that I feel like, oh, how am I supposed to say that thing? Uh, but I also know like saying that thing is a really important, like I have to find the courage and the kindness to do that. And when I do, often my clients and I will giggle and be like, I can't believe we just had that conversation. And then we'll giggle about it. But then we'll also be like, yeah, I feel like that one was for both of us. Like you needed to hear that, but I think I needed to hear that too. Or you need to hear that. And I know I needed to hear that too. I find those some of the most beautiful and amazing. Also like synchronistic uh, moments that happen when you are, you know, spending time with people, whether it be in a friendship capacity, a coaching capacity, a familial uh, capacity, but when you're spending time with people, and then you have these aha moments, or like these, hey, let's, 
let's uh, get really real and raw and deep dive into where we're at and, and what we're doing and how we can best find our obstacles so that we can, you know, face them, appreciate them. Yes, I said appreciate them, <laughs> offer them gratitude. They're teaching us something. Uh, and then release them when it's time, right? When we're ready to figure out how to release them and then fill that space, like bring in something new for your best and highest good. That is such a huge thing that we can do for ourselves. So those moments when you're together with people also doing the deep dives, I find that there are louder, more powerful aha moments. But also there's comfort in knowing that you're in it together. There's comfort in knowing that you're not alone on your journey. And in saying that, I circle it all the way back to knowing when you do need alone time, knowing when you need your self-care toolkit, whatever that looks like for you, however you build it, you can make a beautiful box and decorate it and have it front and center and you know what's there. It can be a lockable box, so it can be private and personal to you. Um, I definitely like to have self-care toolkit pieces and things in my sacred space. Yes, I like to create a sacred space, even if it's just my desk. And I don't mean that to minimize it, just it can be simple. Just my desk uh, can have my sacred tools and things that I can use when I'm feeling energetically stuck or um, physically stuck, right? Mind, body, spirit. If any of that is feeling stuck, I have these tools that I know can help vibe me up, that I know can bring me to a better place, and that I I know I might require a pause. And sometimes that pause requires that I be solo. Some people love the solo and that's what charges them up. Some people love other people and that's what charges them up. And knowing what that is for you, knowing what that looks like is really important. And being really honest with yourself about what you need, not necessarily what's comfortable. Uh, so often this you know, journey of growth is not comfortable and also we find comfort in the discomfort. Like when we're uncomfortable, it's what we know. So then when we step out of that uncomfortable, it feels uncomfortable <laughs> because that that newfound freedom and comfort and space, we're so inclined to fill it up super fast. Uh, and I encourage you to sit and pause in the space. And if you're going to fill it up with anything, fill it up with light, fill it up with divine healing and just pause and let that light fill you up. Uh, you know, sometimes that energy of the work or of the old patterns can be really heavy. And when we release it, kind of don't really know what to do. We feel a little bit unsettled. So building that self-care toolkit is a great way to fill that space with those light things that I, you know, even just a thing like the Zentangle method. I'm not trying to fill it to create a new pattern or to bring something new in. I'm literally just diving into something that pours into me and brings me into a state of self-love and can bring me into that mindful pause of appreciation, gratitude, love, and then really that mindful pause of awareness and perspective of really being honest with myself about what do I need and how can I best show up in, in this world, in this moment? How can I show up in this moment for myself so that I can show up in the world in a space of giving, not at the expense of myself, but for myself and others? And that is is a really challenging thing to do this time of year. So I'm inviting you and encouraging you to build a self-care toolkit. I'm inviting you and encouraging you to lean into your people and reach out if you need help. And I'm inviting you and encouraging you to pause and create time and space for yourself. And I'm wishing you all a amazing end to 2023 and a brilliant beginning to 2024. Think about that as you're in your time and your self-care time even. You can think about how you want to 
end? How do you want to show up for the end of 2023? And how do you want to show up for the beginning of 2024? I'm not talking about resolutions here. I'm not talking about like, I'm not even necessarily talking about setting big, huge goals for yourself. I'm just talking about be here right now. What do you need in this moment? And how would you like to be in the moments for the rest of 2023? And then amplifying your self-care and your energy for the end of the year that brings you into the new year. And you can even start, you know, playing with ideas of how you want to show up in 2024. What does that look like for you? How do you want to nurture yourself today? And how do you want to nurture yourself for the rest of this year? And how do you want to begin 2024 in the space of nurturing yourself first. It's such an important thing that we so quickly leave to the side when it gets busy. And I'm asking you to dance and play with the idea of starting with creating a pause for yourself to fill yourself up with what you need so that your energy can be vibrant and amplified in a, in a great way that is in alignment for your best and highest good. That will ripple out into the world. That is one of the best gifts you can give to the people in your world. And that often often inspires other people to do the same thing for themselves. If I can be supportive of you in any way for this, this that what we're talking about today on your journey, that is my wheelhouse, that is my jam, and I'm always happy to answer questions. So go ahead and post on your social media, send me a private message, send me an email, whatever works best for you, but don't hesitate to reach out. So often we want to keep our pains hidden. Uh, and I'm not saying you have to dump all your pains out and share them all with me. But I'm saying even just to reach out and let people know that you could use a little extra support is huge. I am sending you all love and light and joy as we wrap up 2023. And uh, our next one, this one will be released on Christmas Eve. Our next one will be released on New Year's Eve. So we'll maybe talk more about wrapping up 2023 and diving into 2024 on the next on the next podcast. But for now, I wish you all time for yourself and inner peace and connection with that inner wisdom, with that divine inner wisdom that is there for you. So whatever that looks like for you, connect with you, the you, you of you, and enjoy your holiday season. Bye for now. Be you every day. And don't forget to check out our social media channels. They're in the description of this episode, but we do have a hypothetically intentional Facebook page and Instagram page now. So that's a great and easy way to reach out to us. Thanks for spending time with me today. I appreciate you.